Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. This is Portland's Afternoon News. Thank you very much for joining us here on this Tuesday. I'm Jim Ferretti. In for Tim Lance. While it may not have many of you concerned, health officials do say that there are signs of COVID-19 Omicron variants spreading in the Pacific Northwest. Here's KXL's Annette Newell. University of Washington research shows the Omicron variant is spreading rapidly in Washington. Researchers found 13% of positive cases collected Wednesday had the mutation, double from just the day before. And Oregon confirmed its first three Omicron infections, all in fully vaccinated people. But Dr. Joaquiba Henderson tells me that does not mean vaccinations and boosters do not work against Omicron. With other variants like the Delta variant that has swept our country, vaccines have remained effective at preventing severe illness, hospitalizations, and death. The recent emergence of Omicron further emphasizes the importance of vaccination and boosters. She says Omicron's rapid spread should encourage families with kids especially to get vaccinated and boosted. Annette Newell, FM News 101. The $215 million spending package passed by Oregon lawmakers on Monday included a fund to help Afghan refugees. KXL's Mike Turner is following that story. $18 million will go to support Afghan refugees in Oregon. The money will help them with housing, education, legal aid, and job training. Oregon State Senator Casey Jama and State Representative Nam Pham wrote the letter to the governor asking that Oregon be a safe haven for Afghan refugees. It's just heartbreaking what's going on in Afghanistan. It's uh, it's difficult to comprehend. It's just sad. I envision a state where Oregonians are volunteering to see how they can help opening their homes and just really trying to step up and, and show the hospitality. The money will also provide culturally specific support as they adapt to the state. Senator Casey Jama says the funding will help prevent families from falling through the cracks. Mike Turner, FM News 101. New today, Senator Betsy Johnson announcing that she is stepping down from her position in the Oregon State Senate, effective immediately. She's doing this to focus on her run for Oregon's governor. KXL's Zach Barnes, Zachary Barnes, that is, has our story. My reason is simple. Northwest Oregon deserves a full-time state senator. And running for governor is a full-time job. This comes at a point where there is no clear front-runner in the race for governor. Johnson recently left the Democratic Party to run as an independent and is already leading in fundraising, collecting $2 million so far. The response has been energizing and inspiring. It is so clear. Oregonians want a different kind of politics, and they certainly want a different kind of leadership. They want leadership that reaches beyond party labels, rejects the extremes, and puts common sense in service to the common good. Johnson also received an endorsement from Newt Bueller, who lost to Governor Brown in the 2018 election as a moderate Republican. Zachary Barnes, FM News 101. 406, a Portland City Commissioner is suing the Portland Police Association, the former union president and a police officer, for $5 million. KXL's Rosemary Reynolds says this is all over a hit-and-run report she says is falsely connected to her. The city commissioner is Joanne Hardesty. The suit alleges the police union leaked information last spring, identifying Hardesty as a suspect in a hit and run. 
This is how the commissioner's online press conference went regarding the situation. One of the commissioner's aides fielded the questions. Are you saying this was a completely made up narrative or do you think someone mistook you for someone else? Based on the facts I have at the moment, it appears to be a smear campaign. Commissioner Hardesty's attorneys say city employees leaked the information to punish Hardesty for her opposition to discrimination by the Portland police against communities of color and to force her out of office. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. Now, as she is suing the city of Portland for $5 million, Commissioner Hardesty is also facing a lawsuit herself. Our news partner, KGW, reporting Hardesty is being sued over $16,000 for unpaid credit card bills. Bank of America sued Hardesty in late November, claiming two of her credit card accounts are in default. In a written statement, Hardesty says she intends to pay the bank the money she owes. Some employment records were set in Oregon last month. Here's KXL's Grant Matkill with that story. 10,000 jobs were added in November. Oregon's unemployment rate fell to 4.2% in November. We've seen a significant decline in the number of unemployed Oregonians every month from June to November. State employment economist Gail Krumenauer says several industries added enough jobs to reach all-time highs, including construction, wholesale trade and professional and business services. So far in 2021, Oregon employers have added 100,000 jobs. As of November, we have regained four out of five jobs that were lost in the spring of 2020. And at 4.2%, Oregon's unemployment rate in November was also the same as the U.S. Grant McHill, FM News 101. Coming up as if you needed another reason to rock and roll all night long in Las Vegas. We'll explain at 416. Then it's among the five things you need to know today. Inflation concerns continue with the release of yet another troubling stat. And a sentencing date has been set for three men charged in the death of Ahmad Aubrey. That's those stories coming your way at 419. Stay connected to Portland's Afternoon News on FM News 101 KXL. Welcome back to Portland's Afternoon News on FM News 101 KXL. Hi there, I'm Jim Ferretti in for Tim Lance. KISS is bringing some old rock and roll to Las Vegas. Gene Simmons plans to open a museum centered around the band in Sin City featuring his own memorabilia. Fans will also be able to enjoy glow-in-the-dark mini-golf Take a photo jamming out with KISS once the display opens at the Rio next spring. Number five. Three New York Knicks, along with TV analyst White, Walt Clyde Frazier, are in NBA COVID protocols. A team announcing today, Quinton Grimes, Obi Toppin, and R.J. Barrett are all out for tonight's game against Golden State. Multiple reports say Frazier is also in the protocol and will miss a couple of games. He should be back by next week. Number four. The U.S. producer price index jumped more than expected in November. The Labor Department says the PPI, which is a key indicator of inflation, rose eight-tenths of a percent last month. It jumped a whopping 9.6% year over year. Number three. Human remains found in Ohio in the 1980s are being identified as a former guitarist for the R&B band The OJs. A DNA Doe Project, they're the DNA Doe Project, says they belong to singer and songwriter Frankie Little Jr. His partial remains were discovered in a garbage bag behind a business in Summit County, south of Cleveland. His matter of death has been ruled a homicide. Number two. 
A sentencing date has been set for three men convicted of killing Ahmad Arbery in Georgia. The judge issued an order to sentence the men on January 7th. Travis McMichael, his father Gregory McMichael, and William Bryan all face minimum sentences of life in prison in the deadly shooting. The judge will decide whether that comes with or without the possibility of parole. Jury selection in the federal hate crimes trial will begin on February 7th. Number one. People are still reeling from devastating tornadoes that swept through America's heartland, and they're bracing for more storms now. I'm Jim Crisul in Calvert City, Kentucky. It's now a race against time for tornado victims. More rain and storms are expected here late tomorrow, and people are rushing to salvage what they can from tornado damaged, destroyed, and mangled homes, businesses, and vehicles. In far too many cases, that's next to nothing. President Biden also expected to visit the area tomorrow. Those are the five things you need to know today.